Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Highway Community Podcast. We're so glad to have you with us, wherever it is that you are tuning in from. At Highway, we believe that as followers of Jesus, we are called to live as sent missionaries in our neighborhoods, schools, workplaces, and among the least of these, and that community plays a vital role in that. If you want to join us as we live into Jesus' greatest commandment, to love God with our whole selves and to love our neighbors as ourselves. You can head over to highway.org and click Engage in the upper right-hand corner to connect with our different ministry areas, or click Connect to reach out to one of our pastors with a question or a prayer request. Whether you're here in the Bay Area or not, we'd love to connect with you. This morning, we're continuing on in our series called Highway Volume 2, where we're setting foundation and naming direction for this new thing that God is doing in and through us as a church. And what I want to do today in our time together is bring a few things forward with us from the last few weeks and start to build some connecting points and talk about how these things fit together. Now, we've said this before, but it's worth saying again, this is a long-term direction. It'll take time to flesh out, and we're so glad to have you on the journey with us. Uh, two weeks ago, John talked about how Highway Volume 2 is a community deeply connected to the Father, that we want to live into Jesus' command to love the Lord our God with all of our hearts, minds, and strength in the same way that He did, by grounding our lives in practices, in habits, and routines, and rhythms that open us up to connect with God at a heart level, not just a mind level, but a heart level. Look, because lasting change, you know, this transformation that we talk about doesn't happen through knowing better information. It happens as the Spirit of God changes and shapes our hearts. Highway Volume 2 is a community connected to the Father. And last week, Julie took us into Jesus' mission of what he came to do and talked about how we want that to guide and lead us in what we do. She preached out of Luke 4, Jesus' first recorded public sermon. And I always have this moment with Luke 4, like Julie's preaching on Luke, who is preaching and writing about Jesus, who is preaching on Isaiah, who is preaching to the nation of Israel. It's like it's all connected. And I was just reminded of how consistent God's posture and heart is towards his creation. And just kind of marveling at the fact that to describe what he came to do, Jesus picked up a scroll containing a prophet's words from about 700 years before and was like, yes to that. And by the way, it's me. <laughs> because these kind of things are the things that God has always been doing. Jesus made the heart of God visible in a unique way. John's gospel says it like this in chapter 1, verse 14. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. And in verse 18, no one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who is himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. If we want to know what God would do, wrapped in skin and bone and walking on the earth, we just have to look at Jesus, who came, yes, to make a way for salvation, for a stored relationship between God and humanity, and also to proclaim good news to the poor, to restore sight to the blind, 
to set the oppressed and the prisoners free as God as God's kingdom begins to break into the broken kingdoms of this world. This is good news that is both eternal and immediate. It is good news that's meant to be lived, not just spoken. Jesus shared the good news and was the good news to the people around him. Jesus modeled in human form what God had wanted the Israelites to embody as his representatives in the world. And as Julie said last week, as followers of Jesus, we are commissioned into that same mission. Highway Volume 2 is a community that pursues Jesus's eternal and immediate mission, a community that embodies the good news, which leads us inevitably outside the walls of the church and into our neighborhoods, into our schools and our workplaces, and among the least of these. If you go to highway.org, you'll see three phrases right there on the homepage. Loving God, loving others, together. This is a reflection of Jesus' response when he was asked what the greatest commandment was. To love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And to love your neighbor as yourself. And two weeks ago, we talked about being connected to the Father, loving God. And last week, we talked about pursuing Jesus' mission, loving others. For those of you keeping score at home, can you guess what we're talking about this week? We're talking about together. Imagine a sermon here at Highway on the importance of doing things together in community. That's sarcasm, if you couldn't tell. We talk about it a lot. But what I hope to do today is to come back and remind us why. That this is something talked about throughout the narrative of the scriptures. That there's a purpose for, that God has for it. And then offer a simple thought on how together connects to living into Jesus's mission in the world. As we do, would you pray with me? God, would you continue to open our minds and hearts to the church that you've called us to be? Would you help us open ourselves to the work of your spirit to do what only you can do? Would we love you with our whole hearts? Love our neighbors as ourselves. God, would you show us this morning how making the choice to do that together does something unique, accomplishes something special in your kingdom. And it's also a gift for us too. We love you. We pray these things in and for your name. Amen. Have you ever had this experience before? You know, it can be hard to wrap your mind around something while it's just an idea. You know, something abstract and ethereal. Uh, But then that changes when it becomes concrete, tangible. You know, it's something that you can experience and touch and see and feel. I mean, think about if you've never had a massage before and somebody tells you this. Oh, there's parts of your body that hurt. You know it's going to make you feel better. What you're going to do is you're going to lay down on a table in varying states of undress in front of a stranger who is then going to put their hands on you and push on the parts of you that hurt. It doesn't sound good. Some of you are like, yep, that's why I'm never getting a massage. It's a silly example, but here's the point. The idea or the concept of a massage 
gets fleshed out in its true meaning through getting to experience it. Like God has a vision for the world, a way he created things to be. And just like Jesus was a visual representation of God's heart, the people of God have throughout scripture had a similar role to live as an example of what the world can be like when things are the way God meant them to be. To take that idea, that concept, and make it tangible, something that can be seen and interacted with. To create the context for people to encounter heaven on earth by the choices they made and the way of life they committed to together. And that was the role of the nation of Israel. And that is the role that as followers of Jesus, we have been commissioned to as well. And through our collective choices and the way of life we commit to together, to embody something in the world that makes the restoration, the justice, the forgiveness, the compassion, the love of God visible and experienced by those around us in a way that we just can't quite accomplish on our own. This is uh, really provocative. Listen to what Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 20. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors. Listen to this. As though God were making his appeal through us. God uses the choices that we make together and the way of life we commit to together to communicate who he is to those around us. Last week, as Julie preached on Jesus's mission, she shared about how that's leading us as an organization to invest more of our resources outward into that missional work about how we can start to see that emerging through the repurposing of our Palo Alto site and our partnership with local organizations that are doing amazing things. That shift outward isn't just an organizational thing. That's an us thing. And that's not an us on our own thing, but an us together thing. For all the reasons we just talked about. That's not all, though. Jesus makes a choice in Mark 6 that I want us to consider this morning. He sends his disciples out. He releases and empowers them to become a part of the ministry he's doing, to be the good news. And they preach repentance. They're given authority over impure spirits. They, they drive out demons and heal the sick. Jesus sends his disciples out. He releases and empowers them to share in his work, in his ministry. And Jesus makes a choice about how to send them. Look, to maximize reach or impact, or even for efficiency's sake, you'd think he'd send them individually. They could cover more territory that way. Spread the word further and faster. But he doesn't. He sends them in pairs. They don't go alone. They go together. I want to read this passage from Mark 6. And as I do, I want you to consider why Jesus made that choice. Mark 6, starting in the back half of verse 6. Then Jesus went around teaching from village to village. Calling the twelve to him, he began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over impure spirits. These were his instructions. Take nothing for the journey except a staff. No bread, no bag, no money in your belts. 
Wear sandals, but not an extra shirt. Whenever you enter a house, stay there until you leave that town. And if any place will not welcome you or listen to you, leave that place and shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. And they went out and preached that people should repent. They drove out many demons and anointed many sick people with oil and healed them. Now Jesus sends his disciples out. He releases and empowers them to share in his work. But he doesn't send them out alone. And as you listen to that passage, what came up for you as you asked why? I think, I think that Jesus knew that even though the work was so meaningful, it was also hard. It's going to stretch their trust, expose them to opposition and rejection. Mark is a condensed narrative, and there's real purpose and intent in every detail and in the way the narrative is ordered and sequenced. And you know what bookends this passage? I think this really helps make the point. Just before this passage, Jesus was rejected in his hometown. Mark 6.3 says that they took offense at him. And right after this passage... It's the story of how John the Baptist was arrested and executed. I think Jesus knew it was so meaningful, but it can be so hard. When we become followers of Jesus, there's this immense amount of love and grace and acceptance and meaning that we receive. And there's also a cost to pursuing Jesus' way in the world. We will run into resistance have our trust stretched and face rejection, not be understood, maybe even by our friends and family. Jesus certainly was. The disciples certainly were. And you know what else? In pursuing Jesus' mission, we're going to have to confront things in our own lives too. Ways we've been trying to build our own kingdoms. Ways we've been that resistance the ones who misunderstand, the ones who've done the rejecting, the ones who haven't seen, who haven't really cared, who haven't loved our neighbors as ourselves. There's a cost to pursuing Jesus' way in the world. It's hard. Jesus knew it. Jesus lived it. But we're not called to do it alone. We're sent together to support and encourage and learn from and pray for each other as we go. And I think that's part of the call because God loves us and knows we need it. And what a tangible and concrete expression of the way God meant for things to be if we do this together. A group of people deeply connected to the Father who know and live from that place of love which gives us the courage to ask hard questions of ourselves and the world around us and leads us in love into the places where God is at work to join that work, to not just say with our words, but live with our lives that there is good news for the poor, 
recovery of sight for the blind, release for the prisoner, freedom for the oppressed, to embody in our neighborhoods, schools, workplaces, and among the least of these, that God is here, that God loves you, that God is for you. Highway Volume 2 is a community connected to the Father that embodies the good news of Jesus together. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast this morning. As we close, would you pray with me? God, would you continue to shape and form us into you, into your love, into your grace, into your compassion, into your courage? God, would you continue to form us into a church, into a people who live in love like you do? We pray these things in and for your name. Amen. There's one invitation I want to offer. Uh, Like I said earlier, these things are long-term things for us to be growing into. They'll They'll take more shape with time. And as John reminded us a few weeks back, through a long obedience in the same direction. There is a space right now, though, at Highway that fosters a kind of community like this. Our formation groups. Formation groups are weekly small groups that follow a set two-year arc. The first year is dedicated to learning the life and ministry of Jesus by studying through the Gospel of Mark and deepening our connection to the Father by introducing different prayer practices to try together. The second year is all about taking steps towards embodying the good news in our neighborhoods and our schools and workplaces and among the least of these. Year one groups are starting up and there's space for you to join. If you'd like to find out more about formation groups or get connected to one, please go to highway.org slash formation. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today.